Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's Donna. It's Steve. I'm lying. Steve's not here. That's okay. He's skiing. He's a little vacay. He's doing a little, a little short <sighs> vacay with his, with his woman. I'm Maddie B from TV. Yeah, you are. Let's do, um, it's all, you know, we're cruising toward lunch. Let's do some food. All right. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yes, you can, Yon. Woo. What do you got? Listen, um, this caught my eye. Okay. Liquor sales okay. have exceeded beer sales for the first time ever. I mean, beer is wildly popular. Especially the specialty beers, the IPAs. Everyone I know, well, not everyone, I, that's not true. A lot of people are really into like the craft breweries and the home distilleries. You know, they got. I don't get it. They got a thing set up in their. They've dedicated a whole bathroom. It's, you know, it's like a beer plant. Do you think it's because I have a friend who who does it in his garage, (laughs) makes beer, Uh, so it's like all over probably in the bathroom, whatever. Um, Making that up. Why do do I can't imagine people are drinking that beer for the flavor? They're doing it for the alcohol content. No, I think they are because they get they get really into. Mike, are you one of these beer people? I am absolutely not. Okay, okay, I was just checking. Maybe we were. No, I feel like they get really into the ingredients and like the combos and the the, the how, mu- and how the much hops or whatever. I don't know anything about it. But anyway, that said, I just think they taste like garbage. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to. You know what tastes good? Here's a, a good judgment. beer. Okay, I like a I Stella. Like I like a Corona. You would, you would like a Stella. <laughs> Stella. Um, no, delicious beer. Sure, um, sure. Blue Moon is a good beer. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the a Heineken's? A, a decent beer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have to do all the watered down stuff, but I mean, yeah. Corona with a lime. <laughs> uh, yum. Okay. So beers, we've established that beer is very popular, and it has been, and it's actually always been selling more than liquor, except last year, 2022, spirits edged out beer, uh, making up 42.1% of all alcohol sales in the United States. Beer was at 41.9. It was close, but uh, liquor's on top. All right. Uh, Wine. One of, when I was talking about this this morning down in the newsroom, one of our fabulous uh, producers, Emma, goes, what about wine? <laughs> Wine's a distant third, 16% of uh, revenue, which shocked me because I've always feel like everyone's always talking about wine. There's a lot of people in the world. That's true. And Everything's that's, relative. That's very true. You know, I, 
So wine is. was having it, its moment for the last 20 years, maybe I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to start to lose a little steam. I mean, apparently it, it is because 16%. That's not that. That's not, not, right. Uh, the one of the reasons behind this, I think, it's not just like everyone's going to buy a handle of vodka or something all of a sudden. It's that, um, and I've seen these more and more and more, these little cute cans of pre-mixed, pre-mixed cocktails mm-hmm. are everywhere. That Paloma. You, if you fly on Delta these days, they have the, uh, they have like Tip Top, I think is a, well, that's, oh. that's a brand of something, but I think they do these types of things. If not, it's just the, the seltzer waters or whatever, but it's very good, by the way. I can say that. I hate experience. those seltzer drinks. They taste like garbage, too. Yeah, wait. But I think this. Like but, White Claw? Yeah. Gross. Mixed, mixed drinks. Um, the So, but anyway, uh, that's what they're. Yeah, the tip top. It makes like an old fashioned in a can. Sure. And it's pre made, it's perfect, and it's ready to go. So, anyway, those are becoming wildly more popular, and that could be one of the reasons that the sales are, you know, up. What's this thing okay. at Chick fil A? Oh, so Chick fil A is. <laughs> They're gonna start making a cauliflower sandwich. Okay, so uh, it's vegetarian. Yes, which is fine, but I don't. I just can't picture cauliflower on bread to make a sandwich out of it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like deep fried, and you can't even recognize oh, what it is. Even anymore. grosser. Like you're, breaded you're and deep fried, right? It's like fake chicken. What do you mean? No, like you, if you take like don't can't you just like bread anything and fry anything and make it kind of like a chicken nugget? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I imagine that's what's happening. Okay, so right now they're they're going to start selling them in test markets in Mon- uh, Monday, Denver, Colorado, Charles, um, Char- Charles. <laughs> Hi, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Charleston, South okay. Carolina, and Greensboro, North did Carolina. Say, wait, did you just say Charleston? Charleston. Charleston. Oh, my God. Charleston. Listen, it's Friday. I'm flying mm. up to Charleston for the week. This is what you get. <laughs> Suck it. You can't say that. So a writer for USA Today got their hands on one and said it tastes nothing like their normal chicken sandwich, which I think is what they're trying to pull off. Oh, yeah, that's tough. But in their opinion, they're like, but that's a good thing. Well, that's what the PR spin is. Yeah. Would you you won't try it? Would you try uh, it? Yes, of course. You try Absolutely, it. I would try it. And you knew how to form a strong opinion. Yes. So it's a full chunk. Um so it's a full chunk that's marinated in buffalo sauce, breaded and cooked in a pressure fryer. Told ya, breaded and fried makes everything better. Yeah. I know. Mm. Oh, then there's the whole mushroom cap. And a fried green tomato sandwich. Mm. I don't I think you're ruining it by making it all oily and bready. Like, if you're going to give me vegetarian, make it healthy. Don't I mean, make it disgusting. I, I get it. Like, don't I get deep it. fry it. I get it. I'm sorry I blew up, guys. I don't know what got into me. <laughs> I just want to go to Charleston. Okay. That's where I want to go. Fine. Or we could go to Panera. What's in Panera? Panera, it's keeping the sandwich theme. You know I've walked out of Panera before. Rolling. What'd you do? I just got stressed out (laughs) by the menu. Too many bread bowls looking at you funny? there were too many um, kiosks (laughs) that I didn't know what to do with. I didn't know how to order. So I went, screw this. I'm like peace out. You need a you need a you need a life assistant. Like you need someone (laughs) kind of like a Mike who will follow you around. 
and go to these places. Like, yes. <laughs> Push here. Right. Your food will come out there. Right. Don't worry about it, Grandma. So you have to use the restroom. <laughs> go now while they're making it. And then you won't. Anyway. I just, I'm not super savvy at fast food joints. I don't know. I actually pulled out of a McDonald's before, like got out of line in the drive-thru. Why? Oh, because, because I didn't have a, a grilled chicken sandwich. That's how long it's been since I've been to McDonald's. I'm like, surely they have a grilled chicken sandwich. Don't call me Shirley. And um, they're like, yeah, sorry, we don't have that. And I said, okay, bye. Back to Panera. I know it's a little traumatic for you, but did you see this thing, This this purse? Look at this thing. Oh, I love it. It's well, it's cute. <laughs> it's this, okay, it's called a bag get, right? It's, it's a, cute. It's a, like a bigger, clutchy purse-like thing, and it's and it's it's a this is a shtick. But of it's, course, they do this with wine. Also, they make like little yeah. It looks like a wine purse, wine. but this is meant for your sandwich. Panera says that you can get your big baguette sandwich, you know, foot long baguette sandwich and just carry it in your trendy purse bag. It's cool. Isn't that weird? It's I love it. Can it's I tell you? It's by Fendi. I mean, it's like high end. It's really pretty and it's yeah. lime green. Well, I went to No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say it was the purse was was uh, only 39.50, which is like Oh, that's affordable. But it's sold out. No, no, that's too bad. They're out. But. I went to Herbert's and Gerbert's the other day. <laughs> <laughs> They How'd you it. do in there? Did they have kiosks? Were you they didn't have kiosks. Too many I just walked up and said, um, okay, I'm going to have that, but not, I don't want that, 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 or that on it. You're that have person. Have you ever seen these sandwiches? Like, they take a chunk of the innards of the bread and put it on top of your sandwich. Have you seen that? Mike, you know what I'm yep, talking about? Yep, yep. All right, Mike. All right, should we get a caller on the line? I feel like we should play a game. All right, 651-641-1071. It is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge when we come right back. And you could win a fabulous prize, so give us a call. Hello, good morning, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve, without Steve. And that's okay. It's fine. For a little bit. We know everybody loves Steve. I'm just trying to, I'm trying, he's got big shoes to fill, so I'm doing my best. Thanks he's for having me. He's got big shoes to fill, or you've got big shoes oh, to but, fill. But his, yeah, whatever. I mean, I confuse. I, I talk for it's a Friday. living. It's Friday. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Let's, Let's play a game. All right, I'll do it. It's time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Yes. Donna's a smart one. Or no. Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And That's here's true. your host, Mighty Mike. Well, I want to see how smart you are. We are playing once again today with the same category it's been all week long. The big game is almost here. Super Bowl on Sunday. Halftime shows have been the themes, and it is going to continue with the Allen plan today. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat the joke. That's right. There's a football game happening at the Rihanna concert. <laughs> so funny. How do you do it? Oh, just Stop. All right. Hi, Alan. Hey, guys. How Hi. are you today? I'm doing pretty good. It's a little chilly out more than yesterday. Yeah, it was colder today. At least it's sunny, yeah. right? It I'm going to be that person. Yeah. At least it's sunny. Thank it's you. It's always sunny where Donna lives. Sure is in my <laughs> head. Uh, Alan, who, do you, who are you going to pick? You heard the topic. Are you going to go with Maddie B or your favorite, me? <laughs> Well, this is your Steve. We got to get his points back. So it's me and uh, Maddie B. Let's do this. Oh, oh, oh wow. burn! Bye, 
Sick that. burn, Alan. Alan. That was great. Thought we were right. friends, okay, let's man. Let's do it. Alan is going on hold as we will get things going. <laughs> Alan knows that I'm pitiful <laughs> at these games, <laughs> and I need the assistance. All right. Let's see how you <laughs> and Alan can do. But okay. uh, Maddie B. from TV will start things off. Again, the theme is Super Bowl halftime shows. Okay. Let's get it started with this one. With 17 total songs performed in less than 14 minutes, the halftime show for Super Bowl 54 was certainly one of the highest energy performances, featuring this gal from the block teaming up with this Colombian singer. Two names. Well, the the from the block is a huge tip or a hint because that's Jenny from the block. So J-Lo. And who? I don't know, so okay. I'm going to have to get the other half from Alan. Okay. On the other end of the uh, spectrum, this former Beatle performed the year after the wardrobe malfunction and played just four songs. Former Beatle after the the great wardrobe malfunction. I don't know. Ah, okay, okay and, next. and thought to be one of the least liked performances in history, <gasps> 2019's halftime show featured Travis Scott and Big Boy joining this headlining six-member L.A. pop group with a polarizing lead singer. Oh no! All right, don't worry. You got. You got uh, <laughs> hey, I knew J Lo to, uh, to help you out, so you'll be. Donna's all like banging right. on the door. This is she weird. Is, it's, she's, uh, she's. I don't know what's right, going on. Alan, right I think you can help out uh, <laughs> our buddy here, Maddie B from yes. TV. We'll start things off with the first one. Uh, okay. Seventeen total songs in less than fourteen minutes. The halftime show for Super Bowl Fifty Four was certainly one of the highest energy performances, featuring this gal from the block teaming up with this Colombian singer. What do you got? Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. There. Shakira! Okay. That's okay. his answer. On uh, the other end, the uh, be- this former Beatle performed the year after the wardrobe malfunction and played just four songs. What do you think? Got a guess for that a one? Former Beatle. Alan? Four songs. Paul McCartney? Okay. Let's, I, I, I take everything he says because right. I know nothing. He's the one playing for a t shirt. We'll exactly. take his answer. Exactly. There you go. And then finally, and thought to be one of the least liked performances, or I should just say, in one of the least liked performances in history, 2019's halftime show was Travis Scott and Big Boy joining the headlining six member LA pop group with a polarizing lead singer. Alan, any guess who that group is? Six member pop group from LA. Maroon 5. Okay, Alan's got his answers in. Are they polarizing? I don't know. Okay. We're going to put Alan on hold, and okay. we'll go ahead and bring Donna back Okay, Donna, here. calm down. Are we off? She's, she's like <laughs> literally foaming at the mouth out there in the hallway. Like, don't you have some TPS reports to do or something? I don't even know what that means. It's a Office Space reference. It's a good oh. movie. You should watch it. Oh, I'm not interested. All right. <laughs> okay. How'd you do? Alan and I rocked it. Sure you did. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm not going to argue. Okay, we'll start things off with uh, this one, Donna. Uh, with 17 total songs performed in less than 14 minutes, the halftime show for Super Bowl 54 was certainly one of the highest energy performances. It featured this. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
gal from the block teaming up with this Colombian singer. Oh, Shakira and uh, Jennifer Lopez. On the other end, this former Beatle performed the year after the wardrobe malfunction and played just four songs. Paul McCartney. In thought to be one of the least liked performances in history, 2019's halftime show was Travis Scott and Big Boy joining this headlining six-member L.A. group with a polarizing lead singer. Ah, polarizing lead singer. Uh, You've got ten seconds. Nine, eight, So I need the polarizing lead singer. No, you need the group. The group is... Six-member L.A. pop group. Yeah, no idea. No clue. Okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know either. No. Okay, let's, let's run through these. First one, 17. <laughs> I, I, this blew me away. This is the most songs ever performed during a halftime show. J-Lo and Shakira played 17 songs in less than 14 minutes. That's wow. wild. That's wild. Yeah. That's tight. Yes. Okay. So uh, you guys uh, both nailed that one. Yay. Alan with the assist. He got Shakira there Thank for, you, Alan. for Maddie B. Uh, the next one, on the other end, this former Beatle performed the year after the wardrobe malfunction, played just four songs. That indeed was Paul McCartney. Nicely done. Tied up. Okay. And Alan got that one right as well. And yeah. finally, and thought to be one of the least liked performances in history, 2019s, it was Travis Scott and Big Boy joining this headlining six-member L.A. pop group with a polarizing lead singer. Oh. That polarizing lead singer is one Adam Levine. The band oh, is Maroon 5. Oh, Alan nailed them. Oh, Alan got it. Alan got all three. <laughs> Alan, really? Why are you being like this? Yes, Alan. Thank you. Oh, was my thing still turned on? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn it, Alan. Man. Alan, thank you. Congratulations, sir. Well done. Thank you. Because I am basically a seat warmer during these games. So uh, it's really your victory here. So celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) What's the score? Uh, You're losing. The score after that one, it is now 17 to 11. Damn it. Well, technically, I mean, doesn't Alan get the credit for that win? So, or I mean, does Steve get the credit for the win when he's gone? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, we're going to just do it that way. Sounds good. Well, then 17 for Steve and 11 for Donna. Okay. I'm sorry, Donna. It's fine. Alan, hold on tight. I'll get your yeah. info. Okay, hang I on. I was really hopeful. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Can you tipsy. give your doggies... No. Um, may I finish my sentence? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Do you give your doggies people treats ever? People food? Well, like a little piece of chicken. If I'm honest, if Kyle is listening, the answer is, is no. no. Okay. <laughs> if I'm being honest, okay. every now and then I'll be like, you want a little almond? Okay. And yeah, like or oh. something. Oh, you know what? They actually love. Wait a minute. We do do this because pumpkin is people food. Kind of, right? Sure. So we give them pumpkin in the morning. Mm. And then, you know what? Oh, One of their every day? F- every day. Wow. Helps everything come out right. And then, uh, moving right along, and then uh, the other treat that they love that often shocks a lot of people, baby carrots. Wow. My dog would have spit them out. Like, I would give him, and he'd be like, what is this garbage? (laughs) They love apple apple pieces and baby carrots. They love them. Okay, that's very good. And if you do the apples, make sure no seeds are in there because they can't have, the seeds are bad for the dogs. And avocado, bad for dogs. Chocolate, bad for dogs. Anyway. All sorts of stuff. Well, okay. Well, the, well, feeding your dog table scraps might actually be good for them. Huh. So. You got to know what's in there, though. You know. Researchers at the University of Helsinki say scraps made of non-processed foods. Oh, this is key. 
are better for dogs than most dry dog food, which tends to be highly processed. Yeah, it makes sense. They looked at the diets of more than 8,500 young dogs and puppies and asked their owners what kind of health issues the dogs experienced. About 20% ended up with digestive issues later in life, like vomiting, diarrhea, low appetite. Mm. But dogs who regularly ate table scraps were 23% less likely to have those issues. So things like meat, fish, eggs, a few times a month were 22% less likely to have any digestive issues. I feel like I've thought about this because I wouldn't want my whole life to be the same scoops meal of brown balls of dried up brown dehydrated ball chunks every day, every day like that, whatever. Like my, I feel like a little variety is the spice of life, right? Yes. So, so and, like, you, you know, know, dogs are, you know, in the wild are foraging. scavengers. Yeah. Yes. So I get this. I, I used to be like anti any kind of scrap for my dog. I'd be like, please don't give my dog a jalapeno hot dog, please. Yeah. Please. Or because l- I have to deal with it the, after the, the company leaves. Yeah. But now, you know, later in his life, I was like, you know what? It makes sense. Dogs I, are scavengers. And this is a, but this is, this is interesting because the headline of this could be misleading because it's not just anything right it's you know it it largely it's very specific depends on what you're giving and what is the scrap that's left on your right. plate like and if a piece it, of chicken is better than a cracker right you, you know? know and something that's slathered in some kind of weird sauce that's yeah too spicy or anything off. like that again that's not you can't go there but yeah a little bit of protein of some kind some chicken or or you know a little bit of real meat um yeah that i think i could see that having good impact Thank you. Dogs are loving it. I gotta go. Okay. All right. We're gonna come back though. Uh, when we do, um, you are rewatching an old <laughs> beloved sitcom randomly. Yes. That I absolutely love, and I want to see if it still holds up today. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Where you can watch it and more when we come right back on my talk. <laughs> that was funny. What did I miss? You were just too busy wailing along with this song. Thank you. I wondered if you were in pain a little bit. Though. Oh, you're hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's up? Nothing. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is Donna and Steve. That is not Steve. <laughs> that is Matt Belanger from Hi. Five Eyewitness News. Thanks for Watch having me. Watch him weekdays, 3 a.m. till 9. Stop at 4.30. Don't make it any earlier than it already is. <laughs> 4.30 to 9. Hey, fine. 7 to nine's on 45 TV if you want to watch. 45 TV. Um, wow. Hey. Hey, what's up? I, we, Kyle and I, we've fallen into this wonderful uh, rut that we kind of enjoying. This is, and uh, we are re-watching episodes of MASH. Thank you for oh. The Golden Girls. Oh, it's such a great show. It's on Hulu. It's so funny. And, well, and listen, it's been a minute since I've watched. And um, well, you were probably much younger, right? Well, well yeah. I, well, of course. About? I'm just saying, like, I was an adult when I was watching oh, the right, Golden Girls. Right, right, right. So I, uh, I watched it like 
from an adult perspective, perspective initially, right? Yes. And, and my, well, sure, and I guess that's why some of it was lost on me. But the other thing is, is that I think we all think that we know the Golden Girls because it has become this pop culture like icon show, and it's in there's like memes and, and everything, and everybody quotes it and whatever. But sitting down and actually rewatching, which I would highly recommend if you haven't done it in a while, it is so much funnier than I even remembered it being. And, oh, and it's naughty. And we, right, and and it holds yes. up. I mean, they're all dressed in like shower curtains, you know, but that's besides the point. The fashion has changed dramatically. And, <laughs> and those women are probably like 15 <laughs> years younger than I am right now. And, you know, they already looked like they were... Yeah, they aged them up. But yeah. um, And that furniture in that house, what is that? But, but the, well, but that's the, very uh, I Florida. Florida. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you... It, I just I am enjoying this journey that we're on, uh, and and it's just it all buttons up in twenty five minutes or whatever it is. It's this cute little bloop, bloop, bloop in a bow, and you know Kyle's sitting there. We're watching this with her, having a little glass of red wine, and we're just watching. He goes, every single scene is in the house. Like, do they like very rarely do they leave the house? Yeah, they, I don't think. I remember one episode in which they left. It happens. Like they, I've seen something. The one we watched last night. You know, uh, B. Arthur goes out to the a restaurant, and you know her characters out there and whatever. But like most of it is like it's all in that living room and kitchen, and sometimes a bedroom. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the charm. I don't know. I am just like really enjoying that. I don't know if anybody else is going on this journey, but it's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you can uh, jump back into the Golden Girls pool. Who is your favorite? Gosh, Sophia's the the the, the mom. Old, yes. yeah, I love I love her. Estelle She's Getty, ready. right? Yep. Yeah. Um. I think her quips those between her and Dorothy and and Dorothy be, be, uh, Beatrice Arthur's. I, I I just I think that um I those one liners and the thing that I appreciate most is their ability. They they perfected the art of like keeping the straight face, saying the quip. And holding it and don't move because, you know, mm-hmm. Betty White's character on there is like the aloof girl from Minnesota. And she's like, oh, I didn't we didn't have indoor plumbing or whatever. And, then, you know, and then and, and then St. Olaf growing up in yeah. Minnesota and then uh, she'll just they'll say there'll be a beat. The zinger is said and then they and then they hold. And I'm just always impressed by that control as a as an actress. Yeah, they you know? they were fabulous. I just love um, it. I just love it. So season one takes place uh, um, where Rose would have been 55 at the start. Okay. Making her the oldest golden girl after Sophia, of yeah. course, who was playing way older than she was. Right. Um, none of the golden girls outright state their ages. So Dorothy is where... Uh, she states she's a Leo in season four episode. Uh, I'm trying to find like where she says yeah. her age. Fifty three. Dorothy was about fifty three at the start of the, the series. The frisky one's Blanche, right? Yes. Yeah. She's, the frisky <laughs> one. she's always just she. She's she's a go getter. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> he was forty seven or forty eight, okay. maybe at the time. This is so funny because you don't picture. Women in their golden, like, you know, picture women in their 40s and 50s going, okay, everybody, let's move in together right, now. Right, right, right. Like, that's something maybe more in the late 60s, 70s. I know. And the, all the, with all, they had like, you know, the gray hairs. Yeah. You know, and like, I mean, it was like, they do 
present almost too old. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, wait a minute. Right. Compared to what they were, you know, Such allegedly their ages were supposed to be. You know, you know who loves the Golden Girls? What? Bradley Trainer. Oh, I know. He's probably loves. losing it right now. He's... You leave the Golden Girls alone. No, They're mine. We are praising them. Yeah, it's a it is... very, very funny show. Uh... I want to. I just want to have more of that humor in my life. I need to get better at the throw out a zinger and hold <laughs> and wait for applause because that's what the, I just love it. I yeah, love it. so good. Um, okay, so last night the NFL honors were on. Yeah, and. That's where Kirk Cousins sang with Kelly Clarkson. It was that same show, right? We Correct. talked about that a little earlier yep. in the hour. Uh, here are some of the winners in case you're interested. I know you are, Matt. Uh, oh, yeah. MVP, Patrick, Mah- uh, Patrick Mahomes. Sportball. Took that. Offensive Player of the Year went to Justin Jefferson. Not offensive. Of the Vikings. Offensive, right? Oh, sorry. I he said wasn't offensive. offensive. <laughs> I did say offensive. <laughs> He's like, I did. <laughs> Offensive, <laughs> offensive, not offensive. He's not offensive. He's a great guy. Uh, he took it. Oh my god! One time I was doing a football story. Defensive. This, I said. I. One time I said defense or uh, like the and on the defense for the football. And they were like, uh, it's, defense. "It's defense." Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> you know, Words are hard. We're all human. So Fridays. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year. There you go, girl. Uh, went to Nick Bosa. Okay. I don't know who that is. Anyway, okay, thank you. Rookie of the year went to Sa- Sauce Gardner. Yep. For the New York Jets. Boo. Uh, comeback player of the year, uh, Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks. Really, um, oh, the New York Giants coach of the year, Brian DeBall? Dable. Yep. Damn it. Um, <laughs> anyway, the reason I brought this up is because uh, at some point, DeMar Hamlin uh, actually spoke. And um, and of course, Demar Hamlin is the uh, player who yes had the heart yes. attack. Yes, the episode. So here's what he had to say. Every day, I am amazed that my experiences could encourage so many others across the country and even across the world. Encourage to pray, encourage to spread love, and encourage to keep fighting no matter the circumstances. Sudden cardiac arrest was nothing I would have ever chosen to be a part of my story. But that's because sometimes our own visions are too small, even when we think we are seeing the bigger picture. My vision was about playing in the NFL and being the best player that I could be. But God's plan was to have a purpose greater than any game in this world. Oh, my gosh. This is so sweet. So he gave this speech and um, uh, the medical staff who basically saved him was honored on stage and that was a surprise appearance um so there you go and the assistant athletic trainer for the bills he was actually awarded one of the fifth place votes for mvp this year and it was actually Susie kolberg from the uh from espn she was the one they kept cutting to during that monday night football game as they were trying to oh, kill time and trying yes. to say like well, we don't know what's going on we don't have any more information yeah Susie mm-hmm. was there like trying to direct traffic trying to keep everything you know going giving updates <laughs> as they could she voted for uh for the his name is danny killington mm-hmm. and he actually received a vote for nfl mvp which is pretty cool Oh my god! That's amazing. Really yep. Did you watch this whole thing? I did not. No, I didn't watch a second of it. Okay. I. How long has this been around? They've been doing this. Uh, it's been a while. I because think. there was a time when, when I was in college, mm. I went and were I, I did a lot of like freelance 
PA stuff, like just helping out, being a runner for ABC Sports. It's exciting. And I feel like maybe I was a part of one of the first years that this ever aired. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the time, it was called the Emmy Awards for Sports, I believe. Or the ESPYs are you referring to? Uh, oh, maybe, well, I'm a, the maybe es- that's yeah, what the it ESPYs is. Yeah, the are the ESPN's version of like the... Oscars or the Emmys or whatever. Oh, okay. So that's slightly different. This is specifically just to the NFL. I gotcha. Yep. yep, that's what it was then. That's what it was. And I'm not sure. NFL Honors debuted in 2012, it looks like. Okay. Nope. But that's not that long ago. Nope. All right. I stand corrected. I'm going to go. All right. Matt, are you going to watch the big game? Um, yeah, I think I'll try. Who's playing again? <laughs> it's Chiefs and Eagles, right? Yeah, we don't Correct. want the Eagles to win. We have to. What's wrong with Philadelphia? They're just bad people. I'm, <laughs> I'm from outside of Philadelphia. Listen, I live closer to Philly than you did. Really? Jersey. It's only a couple hours. Well, I'm less than one hour from oh, where I grew bad. up from outside of Philly. But I mean, so. come on. These fans. Come on. <laughs> these fans. Well, I'll, just, I will say that. I mean, they have a that. jail cell in the actual stadium because that's how horrible they are. They did get and they people remember uh when they came here. That was this but that was the Super Bowl here, right? Wasn't yeah. it Eagles? Yep. And didn't they Oh, things, they destroyed they, things. It they, got they, rough. Like it, they were not friendly fans. Many people no. would say in their encounters with that's folks, all I'm saying. You know, and then a couple years prior to that, the Vikings actually yeah. went there for the NFC Championship. Yes, game, that's and there one were thing. A whole too. bunch of other stories there, throwing encounters. unopened beer cans at people and mm. fist fights. And, yeah, like yeah. who raised you, people? <laughs> Sorry, I blew the up. East Coast. Oh, oh. I don't know. I East mean, Coast for you. Wait, we're both from there. <laughs> well, again, that is true. Oh, man. Anyway, all right. Hey, we got a whole other hour yeah, we together do. today. Yeah, girl. Oh, we are winning on a Friday. Yeah, we are. Uh, what are we going to do when we come back? Should we come up with something? Um, yeah, we got some celeb news, I feel like. You we always do. deliver, Donna. Listen, there is a new suit filed against Alec Baldwin. Ooh. Wow, this yeah. story. Uh, and also, I'm going to tell you who is going to be releasing his first children's book. Huh. Huh. Things that make you, you should, go home. You should write a children's book. I would love to. Fisher Price, My First Radio Station by Donna Valentine. Oh, I like it. I'll start working on it during the commercial break. All right. And Mike's going to have a dirt alert when we come right back.